ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Joseph, how are you doing? Brother Shannon, <laughs> good to hear you. <laughs> Brother, it's been a while. How you been? Yeah, it's been a few ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we haven't done a show in a couple months. And um, <laughs> good reason for that, because Brother Joseph has been on the road for the Lord on assignment. Yeah. I have lost yes. track of how many deliverance schools you probably had since our last show. But I want to get some updates tonight. <laughs> Uh, folks, welcome aboard. We're live with Pastor Joseph Jasinski coming to you from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And uh, we've got a um, great broadcast for you tonight. Brother Joseph, you want to open us in prayer? Heavenly Father, we just thank you in Jesus' name for this time of blessings, Father God, in your presence, Father God. Your Bible says, in your light we shall see light. Let there be light, Father God, in your presence, Lord God. Let there be your blessings shining, your light upon us, Father God. Let there be a revelation, encouragement, hope, Father God, and empowerment, Father God. Let the Spirit of the Lord be upon us, Father God. Fill us up, fill us up, Father God, in Jesus' name. Uh, bless us, empower us, fortify us, Father God, to the battles before us. The best is yet to come. You are our hope in this, Father God, troubled world, Lord God, in this darkness. Lord, your word says, Lord God, when the darkness becomes gross darkness, your word says, Arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. This is our Lord God, uh, Lord God, a chance, Father God. This is our Lord God, a glorious hour, Father God, to arise when it's so dark, Lord God. A little much in a dark room, Father God, it's a great light, Lord God. And we are children of light, Father God, in Jesus' name. In this world, dark world, we are children of light. So, Lord, let dark, let uh, let us be light, Lord God. Let be light. Let this uh, program be a light, Father God, as we release angels to bind the forces of darkness, keep them at bay, bound. We place it all 
Father God, in Jesus' name, under the shadow of the Almighty, this whole Father God, show, Lord God, a blessing upon everybody, Lord God, uh, who might be listening now or later on, in Jesus' name, we welcome, Lord Jesus, your presence. You are the rock of ages, Lord. You will smash everything on, uh, <laughs> Lord God, on your way, Lord God, in Jesus' name, and every kingdom, not of you, Lord. We just thank you, be with us, you are the word. The Bible says, now the, the word is truth, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Holy Spirit, empower us, empower us. We give it all into your hands, Lord God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Brother Joseph, as we're getting started, a question. Yeah. Have you ever done a school of deliverance in person in the United States? No, I never did. That's what no, I thought. never did. Somehow, what somehow, what whatever reason, the Lord just kept me, you know, just, um, I didn't go there. That's all. I'm well, I'm going to step so. out here. And... This is just my feeling here. I think that you and I are supposed to do the first one together mm. where I'm going to sponsor you and bring you in and you're going to do it. Now, I've been mentioning that as a possibility for many years. I've never been able right. to pull it off. We didn't have a venue, to be honest with you. It's not like we got churches that are willing to yeah. let us uh, come in or hotels for free and uh, want to have a place that can hold more than 50 people. But, you know, even hotels, unless you can spend thousands of dollars per night, you're not going to get a very big yeah. room. So... Um, I'm used to Africa, you know, and some very inconvenient places to sleep, so it's no problem with me. (laughs) Right, but I was thinking, you know, if we're going to do it, we want to be able to accommodate um, a large number of people that I believe will come out. So I'm just going to say this here, and Brother Mm -hmm. Joseph knows about it because I've shared it with him as I'm sharing with many people our dream, and I'm not going to talk about it on this program other than to say uh, we're trying to get Miracle Valley. Um, yeah. It will be sold off by auction in the next eight days. Now, if God is for us, I don't have to worry about it. The funds will come in. And Amen. if he's for another, then praise God, bless him, God. God's will be yeah. done on earth as it is in heaven. But I will say right. this, and I do believe God has uh, encouraged me to bid on this. If we get it, my full plan is to invite Brother Joseph to come down. We would bring him down from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And we would do the school of deliverance, just as he does around the world for the first time in America, right there on the border of Mexico, where 70 years, that place was known as the revival camp meeting capital of the world. And A. Allen was doing deliverance, healing, salvation. And um, my, my dream is we're able to turn that into a deliverance center, and we can have multiple meetings, uh, even get up to one a month just for the conferences there, not to mention church, and uh, stream them worldwide. So that's my exciting vision. One way or the other, we're going to get Brother uh, Joseph to America to do these meetings because I'm very Amen. envious and jealous because <laughs> he goes everywhere else. But maybe God was saving him so we could work together to do the first one. And I would be honored yeah, if it comes out. The steps of a righteous man are there by the Lord <laughs> Jesus, my righteousness. Amen. Now, brother, yeah. you've been on the road for a while. Um, yes, and I'm going on the road to, uh, where was it? On Monday, I'm flying to Monday. Angola. Folks, you see how hard it is to get a show First going? time in Angola, you know. Um, wow. 
African country, they say it's the most expensive country in the world. And gold. Also the most corrupt country in the world. The poverty also, the most expensive poverty. There are places in Luanda bought by the whites which are so expensive, you know, like a neighborhood. I don't know why the whites are buying, you know, from states in Europe, you know, and their neighborhoods so rich. Anyway, we're going there to the pool. Brother, this is exciting. Now, that's going to be Monday. Now, put that on hold just for a minute. Back up. Monday Where? I'm flying out of Edmonton. The school will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's all in Portuguese. We have it translated, printed already, uh, scripts over there. They speak Portuguese in Africa? In Portuguese, Angola? yes. Really? It was a huge colony. And in December I was in Mozambique, which is also a Portuguese, you know. You know, so I have it already done in Portuguese, both schools. So I want you to back up. The last four months, where have you been? Now, this was the first time you've been on the road probably since the lockdown. Is that true? No. The first time since the lockdown, which I couldn't wait, was Mozambique in December. I went to Mozambique. And it's Portuguese, also huge. The country is big one. You know, the ISIS or whatever, the terrorists are in the northern Mozambique, beheading people and things like that. But the southern Mozambique, there's lots of Christians, you know. So I was there, invited by Bishop Lazaro, who is the superintendent for the Churches of God for the whole of Mozambique. So we did that. And then in begin at the end of April, I went to Poland. We did 701. In Poland, people came from all over uh, the country, even other countries. There was a, 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 a bishop from Ukrainian church representing 1,700 people, you know, came to our conference. And from Poland, we, I flew straight to Holland, Lirdem, Lirdem. You know, and um, and did the school one on one for the first time in Dutch, in, in in you know. So, so this is my fourth one after the COVID. Angola will be the fourth one, brother. That is amazing. And um, back to Mozambique for a moment. I heard yeah. just a few years ago that uh, Christians were being taken, crucified, yeah. beheaded, yes. burnt yes. alive. How is that possible in 2023? We don't hear this on the news, but it's happening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's the northern Mozambique, you know. God so uh, the the, um, the uh, central Mozambique and the south Mozambique, it's not touched by that, yeah. So they are fighting those terrorists, I guess, you know, and they want to, you know. The, yes, you're right, you know, horrible atrocities were committed over there. All the work of demons, amen? Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's the enemy, it's so obvious. But God is being to for bringing to light uh, the works of the enemy so the church cannot hide anymore, you know, with their ignorance, you know, no, not wanting to recognize, you know, how the devil works. Folks, did you hear that? That is profound. They cannot hide anymore. Because no. if they do, the devil's coming to their door. And people are going to be going out in body bags. If ever you needed to get involved in deliverance, it's now. Brother, yes. there's a chapter in the book of Revelation. It's called chapter 911, where even the pit is opened up for a time. 
and these creatures yep. come up out of the pit. And we've yep. got a church unprepared, for the most part, to wage war against these hosts of hell. And folks, the church is probably not going to wake up in total. But you and I can, and you can get prepared and know your authority in Christ, and you can push back on the devil and be a conqueror in Jesus' name. That's why I love being on with Brother Joseph, because he's got boots on the ground. Now, with that, I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. Take it over, brother. Amen. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you. You know, I I will not be uh, doing today, you know, like this per, per se, you know, just uh, just deliverance topic. The Lord just reminded me something even, um, you know, I want to just give people some hope. You know, but the Lord... It, it, this morning, my devotional was actually from the book of Daniel, you know, and, you know, uh, Daniel chapter two. And I, I already been having, in, in, you know, in my, uh, in my mind was coming to me this topic, which I did, you know, uh, at the end of COVID, you know, was, uh, the stone that smote the image, you know. So, um, and today I'm reading. A reading, you know, just this in my devotional, uh, book of Daniel chapter two, and I'm reminded again. So I changed the topic. So next time when I be on the show would be, you know, um, I love deliverance topics, but this one is more kind of a, you know, prophetic outlook, you know, on things which are happening right now and, and the hope we have. Yes, I, I do agree that, you know, um, the church was put to sleep. Bible says when the man slept, the enemy came in and, and did so, you know, just the weeds and they are growing up. Right now we can see it took only for generation on the watch of the church. The church was sleeping. Because if the church was sleeping, things would not happen like that. This, you know, agendas which the enemy is pulling out of a sleep, you know, this woke agendas, this antichrist agendas, the LGBT agenda, the trans agenda, when they're going for the children, the, 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 the human trafficking, child trafficking, COVID was like, Pandora box opened up and now we see all those things. They don't even, the forces of Antichrist, they're not even hiding, you know, what they are doing, this, this abominations like to go after children. In my province of Alberta, we had an election on the, in May, you know, after I came back from Poland and Holland, there was a right away election and I got, um, you know, a, a message actually was a, a, a prophecy given by one of a known prophets, you know, in, he, he's actually from my province and he's, he's known in states and I guess all over the world. And he said that Alberta will be given over to this, you know, leftist party. They call it the New Democrats, yeah, but it's all leftist Marxist. Well, that was a week before the election. Well, prophet says it will be given, it will be given, you know. So, you know, I got really depressed. I got really depressed. And I said, God, can I still appeal to you? God, can we still pray? It's only one week before the election. And those guys seem to be, 
you know, in polls standing better off than the conservatives. I decided to pray. Came men's prayer meeting on Wednesday. Um, we're praying to the Lord according to His word. I'm looking for a person to step in the gap between me and the nation or between me and the province. It was about our province of Alberta. Our provinces are like states in United States. So we have provinces, you guys have states. And province of Alberta is huge. You probably could put two states in my province. <laughs> two states from United States in my province. But anyway, praying, men's prayer meeting. Friday is the deliverance. You know, Friday night live, we're praying again, warfare prayers. Praying on Wednesday, kneeling before the Lord, praying warfare prayers. Monday came, the conservatives won. Wow! You know, just, so was the prophet wrong? No, he was not wrong. It was going to be given. But if my people called by my name will pray, Things can change. How did I appeal to God? His mercy. Mercy means I don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. But His mercy triumphs over judgment. I'm looking for a man to stand in the gap between me and the nations or a province that I might not judge. So we saved our province. We ought to pray for our cities. Uh, 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 Jeremiah said, pray for the city to which I sent you. Wherever we are, we can change the ground. Wherever you are, whatever city you live, whatever island you live, whatever country you live, your prayers in this time, God gave the church authority. We can change equation of things. So anyway, so we saved Alberta and all their children. Well, the leader of the opposition was a woman. Our leader, uh, the premier, is also a woman, Daniel Smith, but she is a very... You know, just a, a woman of a righteous heart, you know, just. And, um, but God saved us from the opposition because I decided to pray. We decided to pray. Maybe the other one prays. I don't know. But the leader of the opposition said this one week before the election. elections. She said it may be order to get even more votes. I am a trans activist. If I win and be the premier of Alberta, I will, you know, just um, uh, deal with parents who do not, who try to stop their children from changing their sex, I mean, changing their gender. What a wicked woman, you know, what a wicked woman. God saved us because, you know, because somebody prayed. We ought to pray. We have to stand in the gap for the city, for the country. Wherever you pray or with others, you build an altar. When you build an altar, you open the heaven. And things are changing. That's how we can change anything, anywhere. God told Abraham to go through the length and width of the land. You know, and, and he went and built altar. Altar means sacrifice. Sacrifice means blood. God cannot meet you, but on the, on the, on the ground of the blood. Only blood atones for sin, and blood opens the door. Life is in the blood. Our altar is the cross. So that's what we did. We changed the nation of Benin and Togo. Talking especially about Benin, forty percent voodoo, steep into voodoo. You know, uh, Western Africa, you know, 2019, 18, and, you know, we did the School of Deliverance 101. Those in French, they speak the 
in beginning of December 2018. Well, January 2019, the government was planning one million voodoo worshippers from around the world with 1,200, you know, witch doctors called Masquerade from Nigeria. So a very huge meeting of witchcraft. Well, you know, it's God messed up their plans because School of Deliverance was more than what I saw. School of Deliverance was an altar which did upset things in spirit realm. So they were so encouraged, they asked me to come and do 201. And they were really begging me because the government was trying to bring, you know, uh, witchcraft as a mandatory um, subject in, in elementary schools and in, uh, in high schools. So we came and also do a voodoo Bible replace the uh, the Christian Bible with the Voodoo Bible. So we we came again the two oh one and did upset sinking spirit round. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is moving around the world. Church should use the authority. You know uh, you know COVID found the church sleeping. Where was the church? Sleeping. All these you know just leftist Marxist agendas happen on the watch of the church. All this, you know, just trans agendas, walk agenda, LGBT, everything happened on the watch of the church, which means the church was sleeping. The church needs to wake up. We need to sound the trumpet in Zion. Well praise God. God's mercy. God was not ready for our of Antichrist. I mean, when is Jesus coming? A good question. He could come tomorrow. He could come after tomorrow, but as far as I'm concerned, he's not coming. He came, but he's not coming. I thought he was, because with the technology going forward so fast, quantum leap, you know, surveillance. But no, God wants to have the biggest harvest. I, I personally believe, you know, just uh, a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit is coming. God is raising up a standard. The church didn't want to recognize deliverance. God started, in my vision, 1985, I saw Christians going to church with horns on their heads, symbolized they were demonized, with their faces blank, like a white piece of paper, which which symbolized that they could not get that they, they could not be what Jesus wanted them to be unless they got deliverance. They entered the church. I did not, which symbolized what the church was and what the deliverance was. Not accepted, spiritual for deliverance, not accepted, you know. And I was waiting outside, you know, until they were coming out from the church, still looking the same, and I would lay hands on them, cast out devils, holes were falling off, hand from heaven showed up, was working with me, pulling things out of their faces. Well, 30, 38 years later, which is now, God uh, put my attention to a young woman named Catherine Crick. <laughs> God brought her from New York to Los Angeles, and in Los Angeles told her to go to a park in 1921. 2021, the first demon manifested, she knew nothing about the living, like nothing. The first demon manifested, so she had to cast it down. God put on her anointing that the demons manifest without her saying too much. Now, that doesn't mean that the schools of deliverance are not needed, you know, but God only shows what he can do, you know, he can do deliverance outside the church 
walls, you know, in a park, parking lot, on a beach, and there are already other people doing the same. But of course, we need the schools because the lot, they are not in Ocar, it's incredible. I could be jealous about it in a godly way, you know, it's, it's just incredible. But now she has to quickly learn how to, <laughs> how to do deliverance. The Lord told me, Joseph, I know what you're thinking, looking at Catherine Creek, but I called you year 2000 to go around the world and do schools of deliverance. So that's what I'm doing. People need to be equipped. And yes, there's anointing on some people so the demons will manifest, but, you know, out of 2,000 people, you know, 20, 30 people might get deliverance. But we need to teach the churches. My job is to equip the churches with the knowledge of deliverance, future warfare. Praise the Lord, I better go to the topic. The stone that smote the image, praise the Lord. Well, you know, the whole world is just going kind of upside down, you know, just the powers of darkness, you know, trying to set up this antichrist system. Before I go further, I don't know if you... Do you know the Burning Man, you know, events sure. in Nevada? Yes, sure. Yeah, they, oh, what, what, a, what a sense of humor from the Lord, you know. You know, those, those witchcraft events in the desert of Nevada, the burning men, people were coming, every type of a witchcraft or cult manifested there, and at the end they were burning this man, you know, to, to the glory of Satan. Well, anyway, a flood came, a storm in the desert, you know, he that's a prophetic sign what God is doing, what is already happening in the world. He's got, you know, smashed the Georgia Guidestones. God brought down Roe versus Wade. He's at work, though, on the, you know, to an untrained eye, you can see that the enemy is in a hurry, you know, through the war in Russia, Ukraine, which is actually Russia, United States, or rather Russia in the globalists, and whatever else, you know, all the stoppages, full stoppages, and all kinds of insanity happening, you know, the enemy tried to, you know, just bring his order. But God is going to smash it. That's the title of this smashing the stone that small damage. I mean, God can love the hour of Antichrist now. I mean, God is God. I mean, I preached a sermon last Sunday. Be here ready. You have to be ready as if Jesus was coming today, you know, or tomorrow. But if he's going to come, well, I think he wants to have more harvest and glory. And I believe that he might come and we won't be here. But he's going to come 100%. In Jewish calendar, it's only year 5783. In this Friday, it will be 84 Rosh Hashanah, Feast of the Trumpets. I wonder what might happen on the Feast of the Trumpets. But the stone, the stone was smashed. <laughs> the image, you know. It's a story of a, of a, young man named Daniel, you know, and, uh, you know, there were empires, kingdoms before, you know, they are now. Bible says, the thing that has been is that that shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there's nothing new under the sun. (laughs) What's nothing new? The devil, you know, since the fall of mankind working, 
hard, you know, to set up and set up his kingdom, and God just delightfully smashes everything he he tried to do. You know, they tried to build the Tower of Babel. What well, the Lord confused their tongues. You know, since then there were empires coming up, going down, coming up, and going down. Here we are in the 21st century with the technology now speeding up take over, you know, of the whole world. The enemy released COVID, you know, using evil men with reprobate minds, you know, worshipping Lucifer, offering, you know, children to bail, sacrifice, drinking blood, human trafficking, children trafficking, horrible things happening. Well, 600 years ago, before Christ, there was, you know, this kingdom of Babylon, and there was a young man, Daniel. Daniel was a man of God, but he was not born a man of God. He became a man of God because he had a living relationship with God. Living relationship with God. We all can become like this. It's just up to us. He was very godly in that wicked court of the king of Babylon. He exiled lots of Jewish people after his first conquest of Jerusalem, you know, and then took some of them to young men to serve in the courts, you know, of Babylon, you know, the most talented, you know, young men, and Daniel was one of them, and his three friends, they refused to eat king's food, they say, give us, you know, just more kind of a, a vegetables, because he didn't want to eat meat offered to idols, and God gave him a favor. You know, and they agreed after testing them, they saw they looked good. So here, here it was, you know, he was in Babylon in captivity, you know. What's happening around the world, we are already in captivity, we didn't even know that. You're in the captivity, you know, of this walk agendas, leftist, Marxist things, LGBT, trans agenda, trans agenda, how horrible it can be. Two young people testified to U.S. Congress. One was a boy, one was a girl. Teenagers. The girl did not have breasts because they cut it out, trying to make her, you know, um, a boy. And she said, that's wrong. They coerced me to do that, you know. That's wrong, you know. I want to retransition to be back a girl, but I'm not having my breasts anymore. She's crying. Before the Congress, and the boy says, they just emasculated me. They told me that I should be a, a man, a, 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 a girl. You know, he says, that's wrong. Now I, I want to go back, you know, but things are not going to be the same. I'm already damaged. How reprobate mind they can be. The University Medical Faculty in California right now declares that three-year-olds you can already trans- start to transition them into a girl or a boy. They are playing God. God doesn't make mistake. He was born a boy, he's a boy. You reprobate man, whoever you are, child of the devil. Amen. And, and you know, another professor at the prestigious university in California declared that, that you have to listen to children, you know, their imagination. And if a child wants to be like the ball from the mythology of Greek mythology, you know, I forgot the name of that beast, it was like a ball in this labyrinth, you know, then he can be. 
in Edmonton, there's my city in, in one, you know, uh, school, you know, a, a, a boy identifies himself as a cat. So he needs a box, a little box outside the classroom. Give me a break. They should be all locked up and go through psychiatric, you know, evaluations, you know, and not release ever all these politicians, others, whoever they are. But God is heaven is laughing. Coming back to Daniel, he was in the midst of biggest witchcraft because Babylon had, you know, witchcraft or the, of the Chaldeans was a powerful witchcraft. I know this from a long time ago. You know, and um, so he was in this Babylon captivity. We are in captivity right now. We don't even know that. You know, people living, you know, just American dream or Canadian dream. I can have a house. I can have a car. You know, I can live night. And, you know, living our little American dream or Canadian dream. And the words to us for last four generations, but that's what it was. They already were changing the thinking of people, you know, but changing definitions, you know, terminologies, you know, you know, and uh, working on the academia, you know, and we have right now schools full of people with a woke ideas, crazy Luciferian, just damage. God wants to save them, rescue them. Daniel kept himself right and his three friends, you know, they were put to a test, but they passed the test. And King Nebuchadnezzar had a disturbing dream one night, but if you got the, if you go, he forgot the details. He woke up, so he called all the magicians. Uh, Bible says, uh, astrologers, you know, uh, to give him the interpretation of the dream. He said, but the king said, but by the way, I forgot the dream, so you have to give me, tell me what the dream was, and on top of it, you have to tell me, you know, the interpretation. Or the Chaldeans, all these wise men or magicians or whoever, astrologers, answered the king and said, There is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. There is no king, lord or ruler that asks such a things of his magicians and astrologers asking us to tell him the dream he forgot. The king was angry. He said to them, Either you give me the interpretation of the, tell me the, what the dream was, interpretation, or you are dead. So he gave a decree to kill them all. Well, Daniel and those three Hebrew boys were part of this wise man in Babylon. When Daniel heard that, Bible says Daniel 2.16, then Daniel went in the sight of the king that he would give him time so he would give king the interpretation. Well, the king did. He gave him time. And, they, and he got the revelation from God. When we see God, we can get the revelation on anything. What demon it is, what is behind his troubles, what is behind his agenda. So he came to the king. They brought him to the king. Daniel 2 said, you are thou king. You saw a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. The image had a head of fine gold. 
his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet, part of iron, part of clay. You saw, then you saw a stone, which was the title of the message is the stone, the stone, the image, <laughs> just in relationship to what's coming right now. This, you saw a stone was cut out with our hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron clay and broke them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together, became like a chaff of the summer threshing floor, and the wind carried them away. <laughs> That's what's coming. That no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Praise the Lord. So, the statue Nebuchadnezzar saw in his dream, we revealed God's plan for the successive kingdoms of the planet. We have right now kingdoms or empires or, uh, you know, devil's plan. Right now devil's plan is at work, you know, with COVID and other waves supposed to come, you know, and, um, you know, but it's not going to stand. So coming back to the statue, the statue, the different parts of the statue represented different successive kingdom, you know, a nation that would follow Babylon. Right now we have another, you know, the devil is hurry building up, building up. They worked so hard for so long. They had this agenda for COVID in Rockefeller plans long time ago, how that's going to unfold. Why would all the nations get the same instructions, procedure, how to deal with COVID at the same time? Because that's the global agenda. That's why. And few presidents, two in Africa, one in Haiti, died because they disagreed with this. Anyway, uh, we have a Babylon right now of a different kind, you know. Um, you know, we have this spiritual with the gurus like Harari. I mean, this Jewish prophet, you know, you know, what a mind, you know. You know, it's but reprobate, unbelievable, demonic, you know. We have, you know, this spiritual Babylon already right now, financial, military, you know, and they are in hurry. I think they, they're having bad dreams <laughs> because certain things are not working out and there are, you know, ominous signs, you know, that things might not working out, but they are in hurry. So put your seatbelt on, you know. Uh, so Daniel is giving the king a dream, you know. The enemy built, you know, the, the statue is what the enemy built, the top was the, you know, the Babylon Empire. The enemy, we're talking this with prophetic outlook on, on, on things now. The enemy already built something like that too. So, um, so Daniel says, this is the dream. Thou, O king, are a king of kings, for the God of heaven has given thee a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. It means nothing happens without God's permission, even the globalists, what they're working now. It is God who allowed all things, even, you know, Donald J. Trump not getting, you know, his 2020 presidency that he won, you know. <clears throat> um, whosoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of heaven has given 
he into your hand and has made you ruler over them all. Thou art the head of gold. You know, right now, you know, the head of this, you know, uh, statue is the cabal, you know, New World Order, World Economic Forum, you know. Praise the Lord. Just before Daniel spoke those things to the king of Babylon, prophet Jeremiah prophesied, Jeremiah 27, 6, And now have I given all these lands into the head of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant. This is before Daniel prophesied. You know, my servant, he's calling Nebuchadnezzar his servant. The Lord calls Nebuchadnezzar the sword of the Lord. I wonder, you know, if some countries in the, in the, you know, in the world, including Russia, are not the sword of the Lord. Uh, so, uh, and now I have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and the beast of the pit have I given him also to serve him. And all nations shall serve him and his son and his son's son. So the Lord is telling how long it will go. Until the very time of his land come. And the many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of him. Well, the global order is, you know, already have his grip all over. Not everybody. That's why we have the war with Russia and, uh, and Ukraine. And that's why the China is like a tiger raised up by, uh, by the, by the globalists came out, out of a cage. <laughs> it's not listening. That's why some other countries also is not listening. So it's right now. There's a friction between the New World Order and all some of the countries don't want to listen to them. Well, interesting how that will all, you know, um, all unfold. And it shall come to pass that the nation and kingdom which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I punish, says the Lord, with the sword, with the famine, with the pestilence, until I have consumed them by his hand. So we can see Nebuchadnezzar was divinely appointed by God to be chosen instrument. You know, he was the head of gold. You know, and uh, <clears throat> sword of the Lord. But it will be broken in pieces. <laughs> you know, like every other, you know, nation which doesn't recognize the rule of God. So, um, you know, um, so Daniel is giving the king the interpretation. So it's the dream, interpretation, observation. You know, and... Um, He's telling him, you know, you king, you saw this great image, the head was of gold, you know, and then he saw, he said, the stone, you saw the stone cut out with hands, which smote the image, you know, the image was the successive kingdoms, you know, and and the stone smote smote the image into pieces. Well, they built up again, you know, global you know, empire, you know, the stone is, the stone is coming, the stone is coming, it's going to fly. He's giving interpretation in Daniel 2.44. And in these days of this king shall the, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. So he's talking into the future, you know, about kingdom of God, you know. 
kingdom of Christ, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall oh. And the days of this king shall the kingdom sorry, of heaven set up a kingdom. Yeah, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm uh, misreading this. We shall never be destroyed. But the other kingdom shall be broken into pieces. Verse 45 of chapter 2. For so much as thou sowest, the stone was cut out of the mountain with out hands. The mountain is mountain of God. The mountain it's, it represents governments. And that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof is sure. So, you know, God showed Daniel, you know, uh, you know what's going to come to this kingdom of of Babylon, which he was living in the present time of the kingdom and showed them the others kingdoms, you know, it was going to be smashed. But looking prophetically at our, you know, times now, they already built up already something. They already have the grip, they have the spiritual Babylon, financial Babylon, and, and the military Babylon, you know, but as it happened in the book of Daniel, it's going to happen now. That's my prophetic outlook from the whole thing. The entire statue was crushed all at once. <laughs> it's coming. This is not a picture of gradual conquest. One day, one hour can change all things. I wonder how things unfold now. It was after 42 or 47 year, years of prophesying New World Order, the the um, the stones in Georgia, I forgot, the guide stones in Georgia were smashed at 4 o'clock in the morning. Praise the Lord. One hour, one day, one hour can change all things. When the, when that uh, statue of, of, of Nebuchadnezzar was crushed, not a trace, uh, not a trace of it was found, you know, and, that will that was with all the kingdoms throughout all the all the years, you know, like the Red Sea moment, the enemy, you know, uh, the enemy, you know, just did not expect what was going to happen, you know, and Moses said, the enemy, you see, he says, see them no more forever. It is the kingdom set up by God that crashes and puts end to other kingdom. So. To answer your question, the stone cut out with our hands is the kingdom set up by God. Or kingdom of God, this invisible kingdom is at work right now. Right now, God is waking up His church. The church, the covered time revealed what the church was, sleeping, and the enemy was sowing for last, uh, you know, four generations, all kinds of uh, rotten Sings weeps, you know, and now we have woke culture, all kinds of uh, wicked agendas, you know, and um, we cannot have church cannot have business as usual because if we have the business as usual, the same thing will happen. The church has to wake up, and I, the judgment will start from the house of the Lord. It's coming how the Lord knows. So, what is the stone? Uh, we already probably know what the stone is, it's from God for sure. <laughs> so what is the rock that dashes the feet of false kingdom in Nebuchadnezzar dream in Daniel chapter 2? It's the same stone is going to crush this 
what they built right now. The rock or stone in some translations is symbol of Christ, who will at some point destroy the plan of the nations, you know, the globalist plan, the New World Order, you know, the Antichrist plan. Now, because I believe that what we're having now is only preludium to that which will be in the future, as I said, none of us might can be here, and even other sons. Bible says, I mean, uh, God in one prof- <laughs> in one encounter with a uh, with, uh, a believer said in your calendar what did he mean by your calendar our Gregorian calendar so what is other calendar the other calendar is the Jewish calendar and the year right now on Friday tomorrow will be by tomorrow is the Rosh Hashanah feast of the trumpets so we'll be blowing the trumpets tomorrow you know it will be year 5784 wow so, but anyway, Christ is referred to as a stone or rocks, you know, seven times in Scripture as a symbol of strength and durability. So the stone which, it was the stone which smashed the, you know, the old empires, the top was the Babylon Empire, and the, it is the same stone which is going to smash the plans of the enemy now. It's uh, Jesus is the stone. Bible says that the rock that followed them was Christ. First Corinthians 10.4 And they all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. In, uh, in Psalm 118.22 The stone which the builders refused to, refused is become the headstone of the corner. You know, and um, Psalm 118.23, this is the Lord's doing, it is marvelous in our sign. And Jesus said in Matthew 21.42, talking about himself, Jesus said unto them, did you never read the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. Well, nothing state, you know, was left from the Babylonian Empire. Isaiah prophesied about the stone, twenty-eight sixteen. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. You know, Acts 4.11. This is the stone which was set, this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. You know, Ephesians 2.20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostle and prophet Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So he is the stone. Praise the Lord. Now I will tell you some, some true things about a stone. There is a, hi, there is a man named, you know, um, he has doctor in theology now, Dr. Paul Uzorba in Nigeria. <laughs> He was a high-ranking warlock, witch doctor, 
the prominent in the kingdom of Satan. He had millions of demons under his command. So him and other witch doctors would get a, uh, he was really deep into it. A, him and another which doctors would get from time to time a notice from Satan to appeal for a conference which was in a spirit realm in Tibet, in the Himalayas. So they would ask to travel there and there would be Satan sitting on his throne in the spirit realm and they all, all those which doctor you know, their spirit would be sitting on thrones and they would have a conference. Well, one day, he says, as they're sitting in the conference, this huge one stone dropped into their conference room, you know, into the middle of the conference room, you know, and everybody was, you know, uh, were down from their throne, Satan too, Satan disappeared, and they all, you know, astral traveled back. Well, we know what that stone was and and then Uzorma you know concluded he said there's greater power than Satan than Lucifer and that's how he became later on a Christian you know praise the Lord now next point is Israel and the stone nation of Israel and the stone and the stone Israel trip over the stone all the nations tripping over you know just all over the world Many do that to this day, you know. Some too, you know, all the nations plotting against the Lord. He's anointed, you know, uh, you know, saying, let's throw away those chains from us. The chains, they call it Judeo-Christian, you know, foundations. Bible says, but he who sits in heaven, God shall love, have them in derision, vex them sore, and Speak to them in his displeasure. Break them in pieces with a rod of iron. Break them like that. He's going to break what they built right now. He's just, uh, he allowed this present administration in the U.S. to go and all these weeds to grow so people can see it because all these proper Christians, proper Republicans and politicians, they have to see it. They are still, they are sick of it. Because they did not stand up when they could stand up. Praise the Lord. So, um, <clears throat> so Israel and the stone, you know, um, you know, Israel also stumbled over the stone. Oh, by the way, in the Psalm 2, it says, Kiss the sun, you kings and rulers of this world, lest he be angry, you perish. Many will perish. Wicked, I'm telling you, wicked judgment. God is coming. God is not willing anybody should perish. I believe he gave over and over, you know, spoke to the wicked rulers, politicians, whoever they are. But the time comes when God says enough, it's enough. He removes the wicked before his time. He's going to remove it. It's coming in U.S., it's coming in Canada. Our, you know, ruler, prime minister, you know, his plane could not work, function, could not come back from India. His wife divorced him. It's happening to administration in U.S. God is already working, you know. (laughs) You know, um, God is going to smash the whole thing. Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. Hallelujah. And now, and the same happened to Israel. Israel, you know, stumbled, you know, over the Jews stumbled and fell on that stone that is Jesus. They rejected him as the Messiah. Israel was broken up. 
this literally happened in 70 AD when you know when um, Titus uh, the, the, the emperor of uh, uh, general you know of, of Rome came and destroyed Jerusalem now the, so now the church and the stone the moment Peter you know uh, Jesus said who people who do people say that I am and Peter said uh, they said why well, you this prophet that prophet you know, or that prophet, and Jesus said to them, to his disciples, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, I said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. So he's having a revelation. And Jesus answered, said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, Peter means little pebble, I will build, and up, uh, upon this rock, and that means massive rock, that means him, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it when we attack it. We are to attack the gates of hell. Praise God. Deliverance is this preludium to it. Exercise authority. Not long time after the exchange, after the day of Pentecost, the same Peter declares that the lay, you know, um, this lame man was healed, you know, and he healed them, you know. He said, Silver and gold have I none, but I have give I thee. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ and walk. And he did. Praise God. And the same Peter, after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, in Acts chapter 4, verse 10, you know, when the uh, Spirit of the Lord came, upon 120, and, ch- and it, it, it started, the, the, this, the birth of the church, Peter spoke to the crowds, Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand before you whole. This is the stone, no, sorry, I am in bed. <laughs> yeah. This is chapter 4, where at the gate of beautiful, he healed the lame man. He says, silver and God have right now, but what I have, give I did. But in chapter, you know, when the Holy Spirit came down upon, upon um, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon the church, upon the 120 who were baptized, you know, just in the Holy Spirit, you know, it was Peter who gave... Um, who gave, you know, just uh, a, a sermon in Acts chapter 2, verse 14. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judah, all that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it, that this is the third hour of the day. But this is the fulfillment of the prophet Joel. And shall come to pass in the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So, he's telling them, and you know, it was estimated, it was five minutes sermon, and 3,000 people got saved. And then later on, as I coming back in chapter 4, as he was going with John to the temple, where the get beautiful was this lame man. And Jesus said, silver God have I now, but I have give I thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And then the crowds were so, you know, uh, 
shocked and you know and glorified God and Jesus that's when Peter said to them how the man was healed be known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom you crucified whom God raised from the dead even by him does this man stand before you whole this is the stone which was set at not of you builders which has become the head of the corner Praise the Lord. So, Jesus is the foundation upon which the church is built. He is the cornerstone of the uh, foundation. The true church of Jesus Christ is built upon Jesus Christ, the stone, as it's First Peter 2, 4. To whom coming as unto a living stone, this allowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. So, Jesus is the cornerstone of this building the church but we are the living stones upon the foundation which is Christ being the cornerstone then you know the church is built which are we are the church you know we are the living you know um we are the living stones praise the Lord I'll tell you the vision which I had you know uh was a night vision you know I'm sitting in my living room the light is very nice and in kind of a you know nice warm colors of the light it's night it's obvious outside you can see it's night and I'm sitting in this comfortable living room in my armchair and suddenly I'm looking at the window and I see something horrible I'm running to the window and I see like end of the world you know it's dark but I see in this darkness things are flying outside my house houses, cars, people everything is upside down I'm looking with horror I'm looking looking down and see that my house is suspended in the air and it's on a rock. My house is sitting on the rock, suspended in the air. Well, the Lord showed it to me, you know, no matter what's happening in the world, you build your life upon the stone, Jesus Christ, you will be safe. We all are. So build your life upon the rock, which is Jesus Christ. Now, the last, God, coming closer to the end, the nations and the stone. Israel was broken by the stone long time ago, by Babylonian Empire, every other empire was broken by the same stone. The kingdom of God, uh, you know, uh, the stone will be breaking any and all other kingdoms, you know. And uh, <clears throat> both the stone in Nebuchadnezzar's dream and the man in Daniel's vision clearly portrayed Jesus Christ, you know, at his second coming. The Bible says, but that's the final. I don't believe, you know, just we might not see it, but we'll see. I tell people like that, you know, don't worry when he's coming. Just be ready. <laughs> if you're ready, you know, you don't have to worry that you miss it. Matthew twenty four twenty seven. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall coming of the Son of Man be. So it is suddenly, will be suddenly, you know. I believe, you know, uh, his second coming will be sudden, might be still into the future, but now I believe his coming uh, might be, you know, in the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit because God wants to have a greatest revival ever, ever, ever. Initial, you out initial, initial outpouring of the Spirit was in Jerusalem and then later on was 
in the different parts of the world, people would travel from one country to another because there was outpouring in Wales, England. There was outpouring on the island of Hebrides in Scotland from which Donald J. Trump has his uh, revival DNA because his great, great auntie, you know, daughters married, you know, uh, uh, Donald Trump's, you know, just uh, father, you know. And you know, so people would travel to different parts of the earth because there was this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But the outpouring which is coming now will be at the same time like COVID did the devil or what God is going to do. Outpouring of the Holy Spirit will come all over the world. The greatest harvest. The devil thought that through COVID whatever he else is planning still now but it will not succeed. He's going to populate hell or God wants to populate heaven. He's died for one reason to save even the wickedest of the wicked. But if they cross the line there's already judgment ticking on lots of lots of rulers. It's it's over, you know. Like for example, Premier of Holland, the favorite boy of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. Suddenly he was voted out. The, another favorite boy was the Premier of Canada, Justin Trudeau. The clock is ticking. His wife already divorced him. The plane could not come back, you know, uh, you know, from India. He's going to be out too. Praise the Lord. Amen. So uh, the stone is going to smash what they built right now. The last point, the stone and the kingdom of God. Then was iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away. That's what happened to the wicked. That no place was found for them. There will be no trace of it. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain. That's the mountain of God, holy mountain, you know. You know, that represents the government. When Christ returns, the world will not end. In fact, the world will never end. Indeed, Christ's return will mark the beginning of a whole new world. It will be a world dominated not by men, but by the kingdom of God. You know, but that's after his second coming, you know, when his second coming. Well, I'm not going to argue with anybody, and, you know, I'm not saying that says the Lord. I just don't believe, you know. I always believe to live. I lived with this left behind, left behind, you know. And what happens is it makes the church, you know, of non-fighting church, because... Why, 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 why to fight? Why to build? Jesus might be coming tomorrow. And the church, be, you know, and the devil start to occupy all the several mountains, you know, of the of the society ruling, you know, instead of the righteous ruling. The wicked is ruling. Bible says, "On the righteous rule, people rejoice." But we have it in every, you know. Um, a mountain of the society now, you know, we have, you know, just the wicked ruling, so so I believe God might give us a taste of, I'd say, taste of the kingdom it's not a, you know, millennium kingdom, but God might give us a taste of the kingdom of God uh, with the, starting with the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit because God wants the harvest, he wants the souls to be saved but we'll see things unfolding one thing I hear all the time from the Lord to stand and fight. I'm not giving myself, pointing to give myself any, you know, just applause. But Alberta was going to be gone, my province. It was one week before it happened. We were appealing to God. 
you know, and praying, you know, and, 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 and you know, the conservatives won by a slim margin, but they won. And now, with what the devil, he sold so much bad stuff, all this, you know, woke culture, all these riots, all this trans, every wicked agendas, you know, trafficking, human trafficking, children trafficking, tunnels, harvesting, oh! Wow, I think that our God is God of war, do you know that? You know, and God, you know, I believe the the trumpet is calling the church to wake up and possess the kingdom, you know. It's, I'm not talking about this millennium kingdom, things like kingdom theology, I'm not. But, you know, we all, always, the assignment of the church was and to oppress, uh, you know, and extend the kingdom of God, you know. I mean, hey, gospel came to four corners of the world, and now God wants to present the gospel with the signs and wonders and power. So we'll see. What I'm hearing, hearing, you know, is to raise up and fight, you know, to be battle ready. That's why I preach on a Sunday, you know, be ready. Jesus said, be ready as he was coming, but for with prophetic outlook for now, be a battle ready, because God is coming with justice for his people and judgment upon the wicked, and then we'll have to save these woke generations. We have to save those people. Why are they going to, you know, they're already becoming sick of what's happening, you know? This is a good sign, because then they can be cured. (laughs) Praise the Lord! You know, so uh, we are to pray, Thy kingdom come, that will be done in us as this heaven. And the, and the, 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 the call I hear is, you know, sound the trumpet in Zion. You know, and, and, and you know, just it's, it's, it's a call to battle. It's a call to battle. Hopefully, was tomorrow will be blowing shofars tomorrow in my church, you know, before Friday night live. <laughs> so, finishing up. Uh, you know, the stone cut with hands is the kingdom of God, which would suddenly completely destroy other kingdoms, you know, and um, will uh, rule over the planet Earth. That's after his, you know, second coming. But till now, I believe God will still do it, not in this measure like later on, but right now, God, God I believe God is coming with justice and judgment. So I finished this. This is my, <laughs> my prophetic outlook. <laughs> Matthew 6, 10, Thy kingdom come, that will be done in us as it is heaven. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all. Amen. <laughs> what a powerful teaching. We're live with Pastor <laughs> Joseph Jasinski. Brother Joseph, what shall yeah. we title this episode for the archive? Yeah, you can tell too, you know, uh, the stone that smote the image. Oh man, I love that. The stone that smote, that smote the, the image. image. Yeah. Fantastic. I would send you uh, I would send you the you know uh, you know, I found this image, so I would send you on the, okay. on, the on you know uh, you know <laughs> on the Skype I would send you that in that image. I think it's here one second. It's yeah, yeah, I have it here. I'm sending you right Brother now. Brother Joseph Paste a it. question yes. for you. What yeah. school of deliverance do you have available for people to order? How far are you now? You know, I am. I am how to say. I'm a, how to say. I'm a really. 
301. Procrastinate. Well, you know, three, you know what I'm doing? Uh, right now, I'm going to Congo Brazzaville. Yes. In February, I'm going to do 301. So I'm at it right now. Okay. But right now, I just brought from upstairs when I am and put right now in my collection or those which are translated 701. So I have oh, wow. it in front of me all printed, everyone differently, different image, 101, 201, 301, I have it already. But that's all in Polish. Well, that's so why I, I asked I'm for praying, English. I'm praying for, you know what, I'm praying for a quickening of the Holy Spirit as things okay. will start to happen suddenly. Yes, but sir. 301 is already on my desk, so okay. I cannot help it. It's going to be released. That's awesome. Otherwise, people can have always, we can uh, send them the DVDs. So what what do you have available that people could order now in English? Well, you know, if let's say if you ever were planning, you know, uh, doing 101, I mean, the foundations of deliverance are pretty common already knowledge all around the world. But also, consider this, I've been preaching on doing the School of Deliverance for the last 20 years. Yes. And after 20 years doing the same thing, 101, which anybody in Deliverance knows, I I can present that thing in a new light. Because after 20 years, you click in into a dimension of presenting the same thing. Why Deliverance in such a way that I never did that 20 years ago? Yes, sir. So if I do 21, uh, 101, you know, in the United States, everybody knows about it. They will get it in such a way they never heard it before. Okay. Because that's what happens in the same 201 or 301. I have I clicked in into a new dimension. I will give you the taste of the oh. dimension. When I was in Lamadi and Buddha, two towns in on the edge of Serengeti, the greatest safari park, which is in Tanzania, I asked the Lord to give me um, insight and preach to this black man, you know, uh, preach to the African black spiritual fabric. So I was doing that, and you know, at one point, there were lots of people, at one point a pastor wanted to speak he came to the pulpit he said pointing at me he said this white man is preaching to us like a black man <laughs> that's what he said that was the greatest compliment I ever got I'm praying right now with Angola but what I'm yes. saying of 101 what I will do 101 now which is a common knowledge should be to every Christian deliverance it's it's much way perfected than I did it 20 years ago. We say, you know, you can get those things only after you preach for, teach for 20 years. So that's why I'm saying for sure not boring. And since every day we have new generation of people and Christians, you know, there'll be tons of Christians forgetting me and you and generation like us. Tank of new generation we need to learn about deliverance. Absolutely. Well, yeah. um, did I tell you, and I don't think I have because it's been a few months since we have done a program together, that I got an alert from FamilySearch.com, which is um, the largest genealogy database in the world. It's run by the Mormons. Yeah. They require all Mormons to trace their genealogy back at least four generations. So if 
to help them, they have for decades um, had the largest genealogy database in the world. And anybody can search it at FamilySearch.org. Pretty interesting. I get this alert, Brother Joseph. Yeah. And it says, uh, you may be surprised to know that uh, you are related to some famous people. And, of Mm. course, I was curious, and I clicked on it. And I have discovered, since we last talked, that Elvis Presley was like my fourth cousin. Who? Elvis Presley. Oh. I'm through his mother, Gladys. But even more bizarre is uh, Martin Luther King Jr. is my sixth cousin. (laughs) And does it stop there? Rosa Parks, who sat on the back of the, the bus... They wanted her to, and she said, I'm not going to sit in the black section. Started the civil rights movement. Uh, she is also a, a distant cousin. So I am part black, I have determined, must be, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> down the road. So um, praise God, praise God uh, for them praise to say man. that uh, you preach like a black man. I say amen to that. Yes. Yes. Well, of course, yes. I'm a Heinz 57. I've got black. We've got, I mean, uh, I'll tell you something weird, Brother Joseph. Apparently, yeah. I am kin to uh, forty. Excuse me, uh, thirty-five of the uh, forty. What, what have it been? Forty-six U.S. presidents. Well, I, I still don't know. I, I mean, now. And I am related to one of the greatest generals in Poland. Really? Who uh, led insurrection against King uh, of Russia, Tsar Katrina, and and who emigrated <laughs> to states? And I have a picture of him with Washington, George Washington. Holy cow! That's yes, amazing. it's a painting, actually, not picture. Yes, bro, that's, that's a story. That's in my bloodline. This famous general. Well, folks, the truth is, unless you're Nephilim, <laughs> we're all related somewhere back to Shadra, uh, back to Adam and e- uh, wait a minute, uh, Ham, Shem, and Japheth. <laughs> but uh, you can actually see; they'll show you on the tree who you're related to. And I think we're going to find more discoveries faster with the AI software that they've got out there. Anyway, that's kind of funny uh, and hey praise the Lord um, we are a program of all nations and all colors uh, brother Joseph what a fantastic teaching today and uh, folks pray for brother Joseph we're going to pray in just a minute he's going to Angola Monday yes. I believe and uh, pray for his safety and uh, God give him great favor there but I want to ask you too how can people partner with you and support your ministry if they'd like to well, you know, um, so you go to our website, JesusDelivers.com. JesusDelivers.com. Everything is, is there. We, you know, and we are, you know, I just don't want to be me, me, and only me, like Elijah tribe, but we are just probably the only one school of deliverance. It's called Traveling School of Deliverance Around the World. That's what we are. We don't go to this huge church as we go to the underdog but we've been to uh, Angola will be 35th country 35 countries were already we have translated uh, our manual to about 12 languages lately they started uh, we had translated to Portuguese Italian and right now I have connected me with Germany Berlin Germany so they are already translating to a German you know and things so if you support us you'll be prayed over every day generally but specifically every Tuesday everybody will be prayed if you gave only once or many times the same pay 
as David says, those who go to the front, we are those who go to the front, those who stay at the back, support financially or in place, get the same pay. So you get the same rewards. So we'll be praying for you. And you can donate or bless us on our uh, website on, on the front. You know, you can use uh, PayPal and on that PayPal use credit cards. That's all. So we, we promise to pray you know for everybody you know so I, I pray every day you know as my as the Lord is my witness for all our those who supported us even once praise yeah. God folks be a part of something exciting uh, schools of deliverance worldwide and when you send brother Joseph uh, you have great fruit mm-hmm. one person said <laughs> God is the, the ultimate accountant he keeps good books yes he does he has yeah. books in heaven they're going to be opened up one day <laughs> and the angels Amen. are recording events that man do here on this planet. Scribe angels. Some have seen Praise it. God. Brother Joseph, we thank you for coming on. Let me pray for you. Father God, in Jesus' name, yes. we thank yes. you for your word that was brought today. We ask in Jesus Christ's name that you would loose the angels to go forward and prepare the way for Brother Joseph and the team going to Angola. Bless him. Give him great favor. Surround him and the group with warrior angels for their protection. We plead the blood of Jesus over your brother Joseph. God, bring in Amen. many people, souls to be saved and delivered and healed. And God, open up many mighty doors for your school of deliverance to go forth. And we pray if it be your will, even to Miracle Valley, Arizona. Let thy word uh, will be done on earth as it is in Amen. heaven. All these matters. Bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord bless you all, and I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Be blessed, blessed, blessed. Amen. Now, I just looked at the calendar. I already got you down for September 28th. Is that still good? Yeah, I, I'm coming back okay. uh, from Angola on the 26th or 28th. I'll be speaking to you. I'm looking forward to it. Love you, brother. Have a great day over there. Okay, love you all. Be blessed. God bless you. That was Pastor Joseph Jasinski. Good to have Brother Joseph back on. He's one of the generals in deliverance. And, um, folks, you can support his work, JesusDelivers.com. Mighty harvest coming out of that ministry. Praise God. That's exciting. Going to Angola. That's pretty cool. I didn't know they spoke Portuguese over there. I think there was a slave port over there at one point in time. If I'm not mistaken, I could I could be mistaken. Well, that's going to conclude today's program. We did four shows today, didn't we? Let's see. We had Brother David Measures. Yes, we did. We had, um, uh, excuse me, uh, John Terrell. I was on with Brother Gary Stafford and Brother Joseph Jasinski. So um, I hope you enjoyed those. I've got all the shows uploaded that we did through yesterday. I don't have titles yet for this week's shows, but I'll get them on there. Uh, I just got to go back and listen to the tale of each program and then copy down the title, unless I have put it here in my notes and my chicken scratch. Now, I also went ahead and cut five new uh, audios to put on the Omega Man Reloaded podcast. That's its own channel. We're bringing back the archives. I'm remastering them one at a time. And um, haven't gotten any emails from anybody out there. Busting my chops. So, anybody listening? Because if you enjoy that program, I'd be getting my butt, uh, chops busted. Nobody has said, hey, where's the programs? So I'm not feeling the love on the Omega Man Reloaded. 
But uh, we're going to keep the effort up nonetheless. Somebody will be blessed by that. Maybe you're not aware we have that channel. Uh, chances are you've never heard the programs that I'm putting up there. Unless you've been with me since 2010. Anybody out there still tuning in from 2010? I'm sure there are, but I just don't know. And if you haven't heard these programs, uh, you're going to find programs just like we did tonight. Timely broadcast. Many on deliverance. My favorite subject. So be sure and check them out. We've got over 10,400, soon to be 10.5,000 programs that have been produced uh, in the duration the Mega Man's been on the air, 13 years. So praise God. Boy, time is flying. 13 years? It's been a long time. Okay. Well, praise God. we got a long haul to go. And uh, I'm here for the, the long haul. That long haul may be 27 hours by plane back to America or somewhere about that point. I haven't been back to America since I left from the deserts on Las Vegas. And maybe when I return, it'll be to the deserts of Miracle Valley, Arizona. That would be cool, desert to desert. It's desert out there. But there's a well out there in the desert. And there's a place where God, His Spirit, is on that land. I really believe it. His anointing is on that land. And it is clear to me and others that God wants to rebuild his church there. So that's exciting. And praise God to Rebecca Allen Jones and her team that saved the land from being bulldozed and salvaged off. There were demons that were trying to do that. Thank God they've been stopped. Now, it's not over yet. There's still a battle waging for that area. The demons don't want any believer to get that property. I would not be surprised that there is a commercial interest waiting right now to try to swoop in and get that. It's a prime piece of real estate um, and the demons want it. I guarantee they want it. So pray for everybody involved and pray that God's will be done in Miracle Valley on earth as it is in heaven. I believe God has moved on me to make a bid for the property. And we're going to see it through to the end. And if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, the money will not be a problem. I am merely sharing with you an opportunity that exists for any people that would like to join with us, stand with a Mega Man, and make a pledge to help us purchase that land. And we're going to turn it into a home base for deliverance worldwide. Free deliverance. No charge. Get set free or to participate in any training out there. I am not going to be part of any meeting where they're going to charge a cover. With one exception, caveat, a Hegwish, and they need the help. And they charge typically 15 or $20. But that is to cover food. And they uh, feed the people when they come out there, and that just helps bring a love offering in there. I think that's acceptable. And so certainly uh, support Hegwish Church. I have no problem putting a love offering in there to be able to come out there and they'll feed you, take care of the people, and uh, help support a good cause. I'm talking about uh, bigger conferences out there. Um, And, you know, 
some of them have to charge something to pay for the venue. Or they're going to have to take up a love offering. I'm not trying to throw people under the bus. But really, my heart is not to charge anything. And if we had our own piece of property, we wouldn't have to charge anything. Now, I believe in taking up a love offering. That's all. That's that's good. And that can help cover some of the cost of bringing in people who you got to fly in. And you, somebody's got to pay for the air tickets. So that's all cool. I'm just saying... Um, I want to do free meetings. That's what I'm talking about. We'll pay and bring in Brother Joseph and others to come in, do the schools of deliverance, free manuals. Anybody who wants to be a part of it can. On location, worldwide, and that's just the start. That's really what I want to do. And so, don't send me any money. Somebody sent me $100 today, God bless her, and I quickly refunded her with a note I'll take that on a pledge but I'm giving the money back to you and uh, don't send me anything I'm making this known to everybody now other than a pledge and until we have enough uh, to do the bid because if we don't have enough for the bid then um, that'll just save me from having to refund the money so I'm uh, keeping notes now we had another pledge come in bringing our tally so far i got to go back to email. Last time I checked an hour ago, we've got uh, 11 people that have come forward. And we have raised so far 13,164. That's a miracle. I wish we had 90 days to do this. But here's the bottom line. It's going to take a miracle of God. And God doesn't need 90 days. God can do it in one hour. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. God can do it. If he's for us, who can be against us? And there's nothing that will stop us from getting this property. However, he moves through people. That's how God operates. He'll move on somebody. And they obey the Lord. Whatever God is uh, doing out there, to anybody tuning in right now, speaking to you, saying, uh, come on board with us. Pray about it, and whatever God says, do, do it. Just don't send the money yet. Send a pledge. And if I'll keep a tally, and I'm going to put one post per day. I've got uh, day eight auction update on my Facebook wall right now, and I'll update it as I'm awake. And then I'll do again, one again tomorrow. And we're going to do it every day till the conclusion of this. Now, here's how it will work. If we can rally up, the minimum bid, which is three hundred twenty-five thousand, plus there's an eight percent buyer's fee. That's uh, thirty grand more, so it's a total of three fifty-five. We could actually bid, and if we wanted that bid, we'll have the money to pay for it and take the property. That will get us in to the property. The truth of it is, with any auction, and the way I read the terms, when it gets down to the wire, and there's five minutes left before the auction's closed. What they'll do is if anybody places a bid in the last five minutes, they extend it another five minutes. And that way it makes it fair for all who want to come in and raise that bid. And if someone does it, then it resets the clock another five minutes. So when that five minutes expires from the last bid put in, everybody had a fair chance and opportunity to place the highest bid they're going to place. And I suspect it's going to get interesting at that point. 
Well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It may take, indeed, more than even the 355, but we'll see. I'm going to check after the show. I don't think still anybody has placed a bid yet. And uh, once we have enough to place a bid, we're going to place it and let the whole world know. And that just means we're in the we're in the race. And, of course, if we had extra, then I'll sit on that uh, and hold that, hold my cards, if you will, to the last five minutes. And uh, if someone outbids us, then we'll bid up to whatever we got extra until we can bid no more. And, uh, and then it's going to be concluded and this chapter of history is going to be closed. Whoever's meant to have it, will have it. And then uh, we pray that um, it move forward from there. I believe God would have us here at Omega Man Radio to take that property and rebuild his church and make that a deliverance beacon worldwide pumping out the message of full gospel with signs that fall Mark 16, 17 church and anybody who pledges and if we're successful we're going to put a plaque on that wall we're going to put it right into the wall cement it in there for time memorial as long as that church is standing with those that gave to rebuild God's church I think that will be pretty cool right now we've got 11 people the lowest pledge that has come in just to be transparent and it's up on my wall you can see it $20 I praise God for that $20 that's $20 more than thousands of others have given everybody can give 5 bucks give 5 bucks nothing to be ashamed about you're doing what you can do. Maybe it's your widow's might. But to do something means you believe in the vision that we're sharing here. To do something. That's all we ask. And having done all, we're going to stand and see what God does. We shall see if God is with us to do this. And ultimately, God doesn't make mistakes in his decisions. He's going to do the right thing ultimately but maybe you miss your opportunity to be part of something great no reason to do that fast a meal take that five bucks probably cost you more than that to get a decent meal about 15 bucks and uh, give that to the work of the Lord what can you give don't send it to me just send me an email with a pledge and I put it in a file and I write it down here in my notebook in order as I open it up and I will keep you posted on my Facebook wall and we'll be transparent and again we'll see what we what the Lord's going to do but it's going to be a quick miracle it'll be a quick work if God is for us it's going to happen quickly we only have eight days left so praise the Lord I'm getting some great um, feedback from people want to come out and, and we'll do anything they can do to help bring the property back up paint clean toilets mow the grass there's a big lawn out there anything one brother wants to move there and live um, that's the way it was in the very beginning people came from far and wide and gave their time talent or treasure triple T praise the Lord to help with the work of God so uh, praise God that's all I'm going to say um, 
Lord Jesus Christ bless everybody for tuning in today now we do encourage you to still continue to support the work of Omega Man Radio anything comes and goes in our general fund and uh, helps keep the lights on this program um, praise the Lord we've got blog talk radio back on we've got a new Podbean home base we've got an app for the first time in 13 years that really works good and uh, all the shows are free to listen to free to download uh, plenty more content where this came from today it's going to go forth and uh, I'm excited about this possibility I mean my goodness I'm excited more words to share later praise God and love you all thank you for tuning in um, you can also help us by prayer fasting and sharing everybody can uh, ought to go over and share the uh, video we po- posted up on YouTube it's the second one I did for, from Wednesday yesterday it's kind of short and succinct and uh, I think it encapsulates our vision and puts out the plea to help um, rescue something great could be awesome for the Lord share it we got to get as much exposure as we can um, I've done all I can do pretty much Substack, I'm doing these programs. I've done my YouTube. And uh, I went over yesterday and I went over to all the main big ministry sites and uh, you name them, I probably posted it over there. Who knows who may look at them. And um, there we are. It's, it's in your hands and the Lord's. God bless you all. We love you. God bless everyone, Father God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. See you next time, my friends, on the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in today.